0: I got to tell you, we are dealing now in the world of impeachment, the world of uh, illegal immigration, the world of abortion on demand, up to the day of of birth, and, and beyond. That's and <laughs> 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 right. Uh, you know, f- food restrictions of all kinds, and uh, you know, drug uh, drugs uber alles, and so forth. Sexuality u- uber alles, and and I'm beginning to think, Ari, that. And I want to talk about the, impe- and the impeachment process, the uh, the impeachment inquiry process, I guess, officially. You know, how it's all become a big nothing burger yet again, right? I mean, it, the Russian collusion illusion wasn't enough, you know, so now they're going into the impeachment process. But I'm beginning to think that the Democrats and even, you know, the, the true faithful within the party, they know that everything that they believe is bunk, right? They just know it. They, it's, it's a little bit like uh, the Germans at some point in World War II knew they were going to lose the war, right? But they still kept on fighting, and uh, for whatever reason, Battle of the Bulge was the last effort to do so, but even though they knew they were going to lose, right? And they, they kept on throwing young children at, the, at uh, the Allies and so on, only to be slaughtered in the end. Uh, and Hitler, of course, having to kill himself and, and everyone else how World War II turned out. I think that's what we're seeing among the Democrats. That they're realizing that they can't possibly win this war, right? I,
1: I just want to reject. Everyone knows how World War II ended, except for modern.
0: Uh, right, right. <laughs> <That's>, oh, <laughs> good point. Oh, I, I, I forget. That's their greatest weapon. A race, a race, sister. You're all set. All right. So, so look. I, I think not only uh, all right. Do I believe that they know that everything. That they uh, advance is bunk. Not only do they know that, they also know that the only answer to all of this crap is to embrace God uh, and, the, and specifically the judeo Christian faith. They know it, but how reluctant they must be to do so. It, it's such a, it's, it's really a key thing I want to want to focus on today. They what happens when you've invested? Imagine yourself, forget about politics for a second. Imagine that you've invested, you know, most of your adult life and then your, you know, your career in something that you absolutely hate, right? You just, or or, or better yet, an athlete, okay? He's decided that he wants to be a ballet dancer, okay? And he's, just, he's spending decades and decades doing this, only to find out, you know what? He's a pretty crappy dancer, okay? He, he, uh, and in fact, he doesn't even like the whole notion of ballet all of a sudden. He, 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 what's he doing? Doing ballet. He's a guy, after all. And he, if he wants to do something elegant, maybe gymnastics should have been the thing for him. But now it's too late. You know, so, but, but he has to double down on it, right? He has to pursue this ballet thing for the rest of his life because he's committed so much to it. It's too daunting and too embarrassing and too expensive for him to now turn, this, turn his ship around, as it were. Just too much. I mean, it's like me deciding, I, I, you know what? I, I really want to be a trapeze artist now, after you know, 30 years of practicing law. You know, it's it's just not the good move for me right now, right? But <laughs> now I, I happen to have chosen a career that I think you know fits well with my my uh, my themes in life and the way I think and what I like, for that matter. I think that all works out really well for me. Uh, are there frustrations in the law? Yes, you bet. But that's not the point. That, that there's frustrations in every career. But boy, I mean. I, if I just suddenly decided, "Wow, what, what have I done? I've gone the wrong direction," it would be very hard. It would be re- I, I, I would be reluctant to do so. I would do everything I could to make sure that I keep on moving forward. And that's what's happening with the Democrat Party. More importantly, it's what's happening with so many among the faithful in the Democrat Party, just the, the, the average Democrat voter. I think they know at this point that this whole atheism nonsense, what is nonsense? They see it. This whole, you know, sex sex uh, upon demand, and everyone you know, uh, you know, have has an orgasm a uh, day. It, it's just not going to work out. This whole drugs, you know, uh, upon demand. That's not going to work out either. This notion that everything should be free. That's not going to work out. That they should tax everybody up the wazoo who makes even, you know, the slightest bit of wealth. That's not going to work out, and so on down the line. They they know it. You, you cannot be on this planet that long and not figure this out. So what what's, do, what's happening to them is the same thing as I was telling you about the, the uh, ballet dancer who decides that he should have been a gymnast all along or whatever. And, and it's too embarrassing for them or they're too wedded to it. They just can't turn it around. Except for those people, except for those people who didn't, what's the word I'm looking for, didn't entrench themselves so obviously, so brazenly, in the Democrat platform. They didn't wed themselves. didn't
1: make it personal about themselves.
0: Yeah. Yes, okay, good.
1: They just, they yes. just voted that way and made a decision that way and said, let's see if it works. Right. But they didn't. They weren't the ones making those videos in 2008 and 2009 that says, I pledge, I pledge, I pledge to be the servant of Barack
0: Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's right. He's kissing his uh, biceps, his biceps like right Anthony now.
1: Anthony Kiedis of the Red Hot Chili Peppers in that embarrassing video so about embarrassing. a rock star promising to be someone's slave.
0: Yeah, and, and people like him do convert at some point, even though they, they, they've made you know, public testimonials like that. But it's all the harder for them to do so, right? But if you're just this guy that said, like you said, hey, what works? And, oh, it's not really working? Okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to vote differently this time. That's cool. But there, there are so many of these people, these diehards, that just can't imagine. But we now know that they know that it doesn't work. <clears throat> because I, I, you know, look, I, we, we have this common refrain in, on this podcast and, and on my Sunday show. You've heard me say many times before, Ari, show me one policy that the Liberals have, have advanced that, that has not been bipartisan. Uh, that's, that
1: Republicans
0: oppose. Right, Republicans that oppose. Works. Basically, that works. It that, that's that. it. That's all. Just one. And and the EPA is not a good example. All those big departments, nope, they don't. Welfare doesn't work. Social Security, nope, they don't even try. Well, because they, they, got, oh, they do not work. You, you cannot say merely because a program exists that it works. No, it has to be a program that you can say, wow, it's self sustaining, it helps people. It has improved the lives of other people without victimizing a lot of other people.
1: Yeah, and a very important point about the ones you just made as an example is many Republicans supported the EPA. And just because a Republican supported it and had bipartisan support doesn't mean it does work. Right. Oh, good and point. Republicans have, because they're human beings, and we always argue, argue how much government sucks. So Republicans have supported plenty of policies that suck in that work. Right, world. exactly. Affirmative Action EPA are perfect examples.
0: Yeah. Anything. I'll, I'll even go one step further then to, to add to your point. To clarify, uh, any liberal policy that has been advanced— as a liberal policy, that whether the Republicans came on board or not has always failed. Yeah. Always. And, and it's hard to live on the planet that long to be immersed in politics that long and not figure that out. You know You, you really do want to see what works, OK? So I mean, I, the only thing that they ever have, the only thing, is the correlation game. What do I mean by that? I mean that they see, let's say Bill Clinton. And he was president between 92 and 2000. And they say, look, you know, the economy was pretty darn good back, to, back then. So, you know, Democrat policies clearly work.
1: Yeah, it must have been him. It's it been must have been
0: him. Never yeah. mind that it, it was actually conservative policies that he was forced to adopt that, that elevated any sort of economy there. And to say nothing, the fact that the Internet economy, economy you know, was putting the win on everyone's back, it was hard to turn hard to make that a bad gig. Let's yeah, put it that way.
1: We a Barack Obama to screw that one
0: up. Right. And, <laughs> and also, don't forget that it was the end of the Cold War, too. The, so we are getting all these peace dividends, plus the Internet, uh, and and great policies from the Republican policies of one Ronald uh, Reagan and George—and and to, to a lesser extent, George H.W. But these were the policies that were just putting the wind uh, on the backs of, of all of America. But I don't want to digress too much on that. The point is— they cannot make a causation argument. They know it, uh, and they cannot help but look at what, what Obama did. And the, the key thing that I think is very hard for the Democrats to, un, uh, to erase is the obvious, the, one of the most obvious things, I, I, it's, it's so clear. The day that Trump got elected, the stock market started roaring. The GDP uh, started roaring. I mean, it was literally overnight.
1: Yeah, someone in some place who saw, or a lot of people in a lot of places, let's be more specific about this, who saw Trump's victory suddenly had the confidence to invest a lot of money in America and its future.
0: Isn't that curious? <laughs> Interesting, as my young son would call it. Interesting. So it, it's, it's a good point. They suddenly have confidence. Yeah. And that's what the, that's how the economy works. People don't realize that, that the more you put clamps on the economy and on business, the worse it is for the economy. You don't have to like that. I get it. You, you may like love socialism, uh, but you need to understand that what, what, how it all works. And they don't understand it. And now... It, but, but, but they still point out these things like the economy is doing great. Well, it, I mean, even, even with Bill Clinton, let's say, okay, uh, hey, the economy is doing great. Well, that – what you're saying that and you're celebrating that, well, aren't you celebrating capitalism? Yeah. Right? So which is it? Do you want socialism or do you want capitalism? Because every time you say the economy is doing great, you're saying that Capitalism capital- is a good thing yeah,
1: but, but we said we were talking Just before we started recording today And I made a point that I think Shows this Is what they say Is only about the convenience Of acquisition of maximum power In the moment Right. And it's without regard to what happened yesterday Or what's going to happen tomorrow They're right. not thinking about tomorrow They can't afford it It's all about narrative at the moment So when the, when the stain on the dress shows up Hillary Clinton jumped for right wing conspiracy, right? The day Trump was elected, they jumped for impeach the MFR, right? You know, you, you, and now they're you, impeaching the MFR.
0: My friends, you have heard a first here on the Brock Lurie podcast. Ari David has gotten me Brock Lurie back on track, back to the topic. Bravo, Ari. Bravo trying
1: to, Jesus. The aggression about, oh, let's do a symposium on the Bill Clinton years. Well, as you can see, this line represented in black goes this direction. And this line represented in oh. ochre. Ochre is a color between brown yes. and orange. It kind of rhymes with ove for orange and crer for brown. And I thank it's you. It's called
0: ochre. Where
1: did ochre come from? Earth, tones. I thank
0: okay, you, see? kind sir, for your bringing us back on track. <laughs> and, and, and really, to be yes, you were very sweet. <laughs> Get back up, right? To erase the last 10 minutes? No, you you usually are very good about like you know. I'm I'm the one usually rolling my hands saying, "Let's move it, let's move it." <laughs> now he's moving it. <sighs> All right. So we have the so way anyway, they, they
1: were calling for impeachment beach. day he got elected before he even had a chance to commit a high crime or misdemeanor. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so here we go. So here's a funny thing. So like I said, the, the Democrats they know. That what they are advancing doesn't work. They, you, you just simply can't tell me that it doesn't work. It's like that uh, scene in Working Girl where where you know the man is uh, caught cheating with another woman. She's literally riding him naked, and the man turns to, the, to his girlfriend who has just caught them and saying, oh, "Honey, it's not what it looks like." I mean, I, I think it's one of my favorite things, uh, favorite moments in movie history. So, the same thing is true in, in, uh, with all the economic policies and everything else. They don't believe it. They can't fool the American people anymore. The impeachment process is a is a very good example of that. Whether the Democrat leadership knows it or not, all the all the Democrats, all the Republicans, all the the Independents, they know that this looks like idiocy. This Ukrainian collusion. First, it was the Russian collusion, and they are literally saying the same thing, uh, collusion arguments. But just replace the word Russian with Ukrainian. And it's like as if they can't they think that we won't put the two together. That that's the insult to our intelligence, our our collective intelligence that I don't get. Now, here's the thing: something that you said a long time ago, Ari. I remember it must have been six or seven years ago. You were talking about this guy named Jeffrey Epstein, and that, you know, he's having this crazy island and where he has all sorts of dignitaries and high-powered uh, elites from both America and England and God knows where else, uh, to have sexual romps with minors in this place. It, and people are calling it Pedophile Island. And I thought, okay, you know, Ari, uh, you know, he's, he's pretty good with his information, but that sounds like a, a pretty gross exaggeration, and I, I just can't imagine how they would get away with it, Right. <laughs> And yet, Oops. And, and yet, right? It's here's the funny thing is that had Clinton, Hillary Clinton, won the election, it, it would have been continuing on, right? There would be nothing to to stop this man, and he would still have his blackmail material, whatever it was that that you know he allowed him to manage well, everything. The only thing but wait, no, be I, different I'm not, is I'm, he'd be dead I'm, anyway. Well, I don't know, but that, that that's <laughs> my not point. No, he wouldn't be dead. That's the point. He, he was allowed to to continue on with this. Now, what am what, what am I talking about here? I'm saying I'm using this as an, an analogy. It's our willing suspension of disbelief that this, what Epstein did and what he orchestrated, was so unimaginably monstrous, so evil that we just couldn't believe it existed. It just it. It didn't make sense to us. We, we didn't want to accept it as a possibility. And so when I, when I heard you telling me the, the, the story about this Epstein Island six or seven years ago, I thought surely, you know, Ari is exaggerating here or this is just like, you know, maybe there was one horrible incident and, and that's bad enough. I get it. But to say that this is like an orchestrated thing and, and you know, that people could get away with it. I just, I couldn't, Fathom it. I, mean, I, did, I didn't say you're lying or anything. I just, you know, okay, I don't know. It's hard to
1: get your mind
0: around Yeah, that, That's yeah. a good way of putting it. Yeah, I, it was hard to get our mind. It's like
1: the size of the universe. It's hard to. <laughs> right. You know? right, right. Yeah, good. I that.
0: good point. Good point. <laughs> yes, it's a very good analogy. And and I think that the same thing is true with the Democrats and the whole platform. Yeah. It's it's difficult <laughs> for for the modern Democrat to get around the fact that their party is is a, is a Power hungry, corrupt, evil empire. And that they have been aligning themselves with a corrupt, evil empire.
1: Yeah, and, and uh, isn't there a kind of a word that we use you know, colloquially to kind of shorthand a corrupt, evil empire? It starts with an N and ends with an E. <laughs> uh,
0: well, it doesn't end with an not. E, but okay, that's no, fine. No, sound doesn't <laughs> okay. not. not C. Because
1: not nots I. You know, we're not nots I, it's
0: right, not I. Right, right. It's It's like all these cultists. Yeah, I okay. mean, I, and I'm giving it, but by the way, I'm, I'm diluting it too much when I refer to a cult because a cult is, you know, it's just one leader who's asking for all your money and all your power and to surrender your intellect and everything Whether else.
1: running a commune or killing a Hollywood actress. Right. To a director, or yeah. something like that. <laughs> something you know? like that.
0: Yeah, and and uh, and then one day you wake up and you say, "Oh my God, what? How could I have been so fooled?" And but but I think it's more akin to the communists joining the communists and or joining the Nazis. They're they're one and the same, by yeah. the way. There, there's no difference. It's
1: a major political party in a major country in major control of half the voters. Right. I mean, that's that ain't Scientology. Right. That's.
0: Nazi. Right. And and the the fact that they cannot, that the fact that they cannot see it, that's that's what concerns me. There's been so many obvious plays. I mean, look, I'm going to go through a couple and let me just go through them. And then if you want to add some more, let me know. But for example, it's too easy to see that every single time the ballots are close in a in a race. That it always seems to flip to the Democrats, right? Yeah. It, 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 it never it, seems it was, to flip to the to Republicans, yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, so Orange County is a good example, right? Yeah. So uh, the, uh, it, it, when it comes to violence, it always seems to be that the people who are smashing windows and maiming other people and dragging them by their hair and, and so on, it always seems that the Democrats are doing this uh, upon conservatives. Uh, it, it always. You just don't see these these massive rallies of conservative, conservatives trying to uh, trying to uh, rape and pillage and 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 commit violence upon uh, Democrats. It, yeah, it just doesn't did, happen.
1: Liz, I know you wanted me to wait, but I should tell that when, when did you and I? I'm just curious. You know the last time Noam Chomsky came to UCLA to give a speech. When did we go there to? Bash some heads of the attendees as they were leaving. I'm just curious because we haven't done that. Right. And we understand. (laughs) And we never will.
0: It's First Amendment stuff. So uh, and then when have we decided to alter the whole culture and decided that you can't, I mean, suddenly not, not to demonize people for their religious beliefs, right? I mean, that's just that's not what we do. On the contrary, we elevate their religious beliefs. And we elevate their sense of free speech and so on. We do, we know, who, who are the ones censoring and restricting? Not us, right? Not us. So what, here's what they'll say Oh, what are you talking about? The KKK and such like that, and they, the, the white supremacists. Those are, well, first of all, you have no proof, zero proof, that they are conservative. On the contrary, the only white supremacists seem to be well entrenched within the Democrat Party, and their history is, is laden with uh, white supremacy. So don't give me that crap. And to the extent that there are conservative white supremacists, uh, well, okay, there are like two of them, three of them, and they're all in Mama's basement somewhere in South Carolina. But that's it. That's not, <clears throat> that's not a movement, my friends. And you, you don't have any of these videos in this, this age of video and the Internet and, and Facebook and everything else. You would expect to see something a little bit more brazen than just, you know, the hint that, you know, one guy holding a placard saying Jews will not replace us. And who's to say that that guy's a conservative? You don't like it. I don't like it either. But don't tell me he's a conservative because that fits into your narrative. Okay. So uh, bottom line is you don't have these things. So when the uh, classic Democrat sees these things, he just, he must, I I don't know. I mean, I do know, they are so far entrenched in their thinking that they can't turn their own boats around. I, I, I have too many people in my own family, among my friends, who the, the idea of turning their own boat around, so to speak, is, is so horrific, a concept, a possibility. They, they do not want to open that door because it, it would reveal too much about themselves. You know, there's a um, there's a famous um, building. I think it's in San Francisco, and it was put together at the cost of like a hundred million dollars. It was a crazy expense. The problem was, and they found out later that the foundation of this building was one inch off. Okay, it was just that's how precise you have to be making a building, especially in San Francisco with all the hills, and. Surprise, surprise, the building starts teetering and is now leaning. And to, I'm sorry, the building originally was like $10 million to, to put together. Now to fix it, it's going to be $100 million. And people are literally saying, oh, it's not teetering, it's not leaning. But It's leaning. It's, they call it the leaning tower of San Francisco. And that's the way it is. With the Democrat Party, they don't realize that the foundation of the Democrat Party, with all the KKK, with all the slavery association, with all the Jim Crow laws. And all the eugenics. And the the, the abortion. All the slaughter. Right. And and the uh, the attempt to eviscerate uh, religion and Americanism, generally speaking, and all the slaughter, like you said, they somehow think that they can fix this. And make this a really benign and loving and benevolent party.
1: Yeah, they uh, believe that line from Bill Clinton. We're the new Democrats. Yeah. We're not the dirty hippies. We're not the crazy commies. We're a third way. <laughs> well, yeah. that third way didn't last more than eight, six years before it became right-wing conspiracy and open warfare. And anyone who said, isn't that DNA on that dress yours?
0: Right. It's It's this— Barrel of apples has some rot in it, and it just is spreading, and it cannot—you just simply can't have a party that has that kind of rot in the beginning and expect it to to, become—to blossom into a a beautiful enterprise.
1: Yeah, that's such a great point. Let me just throw it really fast here. You're talking (laughs) about Epstein. Clinton is the standard bearer. Of legacy for the Democrat Party, the great years, the no, there was no war, booming economy. Yeah, uh, yeah, he wasn't going after Osama Bin Laden, and we see what that happened. But you know, it, this, this lionization that he was the perfect president and all things, all people, and he worked with the other side. And da, 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 da. You know, turned out this was the Epstein Island pedo. Right. Uh, talk about Ross. There's a. There's a great line for from one of my favorite movies, L.A. Confidential, in which um, uh, one of the cops involved in L.A. Confidential, which is a bare knuckles, let's get it done no matter what the law says, is threatening a, a perpetrator that says, do you want me to tell your, your cellmates that you're a pedophile? Do you know what they do to kitty rapers in San Quentin? I mean, and, and what a great point. It shows you that even amongst the criminals... There's one thing that criminals don't tolerate. Right. <clears throat> Kitty rapers.
0: Right. That's they right.
1: will kill you. Right. If, you, if they find there, out. There's that's honor, what you honor
0: among uh, thieves, is, yeah. there's no doubt but, about but it.
1: There's, but there's no honor among Democrats. Right. Their best and brightest, Bill Clinton, is hanging out with Epstein at his island. And the only reason a successful adult male would be there is if you're interested in the lowest of the low.
0: It's as if they can't—first of all, they can't help themselves, right, because Democrats do. Power-hungry people will do what power-hungry people do. So it's not just the Epstein Island, which is horrific as it is, no doubt about it. It's not just Monica Lewinsky and the abuse of power. It's the, the, it's the get-away-with-it-what-you-can-get-away-with it, get sort of mantra. It's also the, the notion that I can take money. Uh, from from whatever source that's possible, you know, and, and the Clinton Foundation is the best example of that, right? Um, it's it's naked power, and this is what they do. So, don't tell me that somehow this this Democrat Party is that the, the party of kindness and such. I mean, you you are a truly a fool if you cannot see this horrific stuff that's happening around you. It's a little bit like. I don't know, uh, going through uh, the the Nazi uh, enterprise and seeing all these concentration camps. You know they're all around you, but all you see as you walk down the streets are beautiful cafes and people laughing and having nice champagne. And you say, oh, look, the system seems to be working just great. But you're not seeing, of course, the horrors of all those people that somehow seem to be missing, your Jewish friends and your Catholic friends who supported the Jewish friends and all those... uh, uh, Jehovah's Witnesses and the Gypsies and the homosexuals and such—they all seem to be gone. But life seems to be so good all yeah, of a sudden, little, right? But the little
1: blonde here just was Shotzi the Alsatian.
0: Right, exactly. <laughs> right? Yes, exactly. are I mean,
1: all vegetarians,
0: still,
1: <laughs> but you know. <laughs> no, no, by
0: the way, Hitler was not a vegetarian. It was—that's a, a lie. I, I will—I will stop that any day. But anyway, the point is, you, you can go around and just see these—you know—what what appears to be beautiful uh, because you you lie to yourself and. The the, the Democrats are clearly lying to themselves. You you can't—I mean, look, we we always confront them with that—the argument that that I always make, which is, show me one policy that has worked that the Republicans have opposed. We know about that. But I I just say, well, also look at all these crazy things. I mean, how do you—how do you not see this endemic problem of power for the sake of power— these sexual rompings that are all, all Democrat, even the Me Too movement. Forget about Epstein, which is bad enough, right? The Me Too movement, and I, and I brought this up on my Sunday show because I, I really wanted to be very clear on this. I thought, well, let's see. All these men who've been accused, and they're virtually all men, there was one woman, by the way, and she herself was the Democrats. same. All Democrats. Yeah. Right, I mean, very vocal Democrats yeah, at that. Lauer,
1: Halpern, Charlie right. Rose, you know, and, and, and very, Weinstein.
0: very, uh, you know, I'm a feminist. Democrats, right. right? That's the kind of guy. Men who claim to be feminists. Uh, yeah. So, Planned Parenthood men of the year award winners, right. if you will. Right, <laughs> exactly. Now, that's not to say that all Democrat men are rapists or harassers or anything else like that, but it is to say that. <laughs> Everyone in the Me Too movement who was accused and, and found to be a harasser, a rapist, or a molester or whatever, they, they were all Democrats. How do you reconcile that stuff? How does that how does it enter your mind and you don't say to yourself, oh, wow, that sucks? I, why would I want to be associated with these bastards? How yeah, right?
1: do you not say, hmm, there must be something a little off here about this? Uh, let's just say this political party
0: of peace. If you understand right. my drift, <laughs> exactly right. Yes, very good. Very good point, and uh, that's a good. Re- I like the reference. Um, but so, so, I thought to myself, well, let's look at the uh, the so-called bastards among the Republican Party, right? Mel Gibson, okay, you know, he said that awful thing on the on the, on the voicemail, right? But is he accused of of raping or molesting or anything else like that? No. Okay, he, he's accused of being an anti-Semite, but for which he apologized, and I don't see him as an anti-Semite at all. Uh, he, he was stupid, and he said something uh, during, to, a, to a cop.
1: It's actually worse than that. He has, I believe he has bipolar disorder, and if you know bipolar disorder, when they get off their lithium, they say some things. Right. So it's even worse than that, because... Isn't the Democrat Party the party that always tells us how important it is that we don't hold people's mental health pre- Good pre-existing point. conditions against them? Good
0: point. Yep, right. that's right.
1: The GOAT has a, med- a a medical
0: situation right. where sometimes he says some things that are all... Well, off- you might as well blame somebody who has Tourette syndrome, right? right, who says, you know, you know, effing bitch, you know, like that. And like, oh, my God, he said this word, the B word. And it's like, anyway, you, you're 100 percent right. So the point is the, the correlation is so drastic. Right. I mean, they can't even point to one and say, you see, it happens on both sides. Right. I mean, which, which is what they did with the, uh, the text um uh, targeting, right? The IRS targeting scandal, right? Yes. They found one liberal organization that supposedly was targeted uh, or not uh, authorized to to move forward with the five hundred one c three status, and they see you see it happens. It's a it's a bipartisan, it was, bipartisan. Yeah. problem, yeah.
1: yeah. Uh, Lewis was, was just doing her job.
0: N- no one could possibly <laughs> think that no legitimate person can. Right. So so they, they hear these things and constantly have to deal with it. Now back to the impeachment thing, because this is yet another example of what I'm talking about. Right. So first, uh, you know, you you can remind me of other things, but I'm just going to say the big ones um, and and without drilling down on them. So we, we the obvious one is the Russian collusion madness. Right. That was an illusion. That was a hoax. We know it. Then there was the obstruction hoax that, of course, built upon something where there was no crime anyway. That fell apart very quickly as well. Then there was the Stormy Daniels alongside all of that. That fell apart as well. Then they... uh, Michael Cohen, which is part of... Yeah, the the Michael Cohen thing, but they tried to tag Trump, uh, you know, because a lot of his men were arrested or indicted, at least, that that therefore meant that Trump was somehow involved. Riddle me that, Batman. Uh, And then the the financial document scandal or some sort of tax scandal, that, that didn't happen. That was a hoax as well.
1: Yeah, Manafort being prosecuted for stuff... That happened 10 years before he even knew Trump. Right. That, that's what's not told. He wasn't prosecuted for anything that happened while he was Trump's campaign manager. It's kind of interesting. He was prosecuted for a case. Remember how I said for, don't
0: okay, drill down right. on it? Okay, so By, so but the metaphor thing. he was prosecuted thing.
1: for a case that they dug up because he worked for Trump.
0: Then there's the General Flynn thing that we now know was a uh, you know a, a hoaxed up thing. Yeah. It was a total lie. Uh, so – you know and, and there are more things like that along the way and and then that 's to say nothing of how, oh, if he moves the embassy from Tel Aviv to Jerusalem, there'll be a horrific uh, catastrophe and an apocalypse in the Middle East that we can never imagine uh, and of course, that didn 't happen then they said the economy will completely tank and we 'll be in a depression for the for the next twenty years, which of course didn 't happen and uh on the contrary that the, the economy started roaring uh then the whole thing with the iranian deal and and, and that or oh, we might make the Iranians uh, mad, and and they'll launch some nukes at us. That didn't happen. Uh, then with China, and that we're going to go into an economic depression because you know tariffs. So oh, you don't want a tariff war. That's uh, that never has worked out in history. Ha ha ha. We know that from the depression. That didn't happen. And and over and over again, these yeah, these pseudo. Of oh course. yeah, sure. Oh, thank you. That's a great yep, example.
1: But he like he likes some people. That's right. <laughs> right.
0: That's right. and, and He said
1: someone's good! <laughs> that's right. There are good
0: people on both sides, that, that argument, which, which is demonstrably so transparently false, and it's literally within the speech itself. It's, I mean, it's one thing to—even to, if they just ascribe the intentions to him, uh, to Trump, that that's what he really meant, Well, but, but that would be a silly argument because it's the most absurd, asinine, childish uh, interpretation you could possibly make. But even if they did that, that would be wrong. But indeed, in the speech itself, he says, and I'm not talking about the Nazis. I'm not talking about the white supremacists, or anti These guys are monsters. Yeah, I'm, I'm not talking saying
1: about the people on both sides of the statue debate.
0: issue. You're right, yeah. the
1: statue issue. Right, exactly right. Whether so, you keep or take down statues.
0: So here we so here about. we go again with the yeah. impeachment process, and they've decided. And, and my theory on this is that they had to get on some sort of. They didn't want to go on the impeachment train. Nancy Pelosi, back in May, was correct to say this will not be good for us at the end of the day. The American public doesn't have the appetite for an impeachment uh, and unless it's truly uh, a bipartisan effort and not just a couple of Republicans, but many Republicans who are against uh, Trump for actually having done a crime. Uh, so we ain't going to do this. And then, of course, what happened? We get, they get closer and closer to the 2020 election and the prospect that Trump will win, not just by a little, but by a lot in As 2020. in
1: every state.
0: <laughs> well, we'll talk about that later. But the, that that prospect is too daunting for them. And they said, listen, we have no choice. The economy is not faltering. Uh, he hasn't been caught in any on the Russian collusion nonsense yeah, and,
1: every and one so of these forth candidates has just raised their hand affirmatively when asked by a debate moderator. Would you give health care at taxpayer expense to illegal aliens?
0: Right. And every one of them said me too. Right. In other words, <laughs> right. or, what, what, they're, what they're trying to do is, like, you know, their castle is going to be attacked, and the moat is dry, and the the, the the bridge is out, whatever. I mean, the bridge is – the, the drawbridge is down, and there are no soldiers guarding the, the castle.
1: And they're out of supplies, and they have
0: no right. weapons. Yeah, the, the, this Republican army is going to go into this army and, and not just storm it, but just take it without even a fight. Right. So So – what, what, what to do, what to do, what to do, Nancy Pelosi et al have said to themselves, well, okay, you know what, maybe we should have pursued an impeachment earlier. That Stormy Daniels thing, that would have been a good thing, but that Stormy Daniels train has left too long ago, so we can't revisit that. So, oh, what what, what do you have? Oh, you have a phone call, you say? A phone call between Trump and a zelensky uh what no what's his name is that? zelensky, zelensky yeah. uh from the U- Ukrainian president and it seems to be a quid pro quo in exchange for this and uh, okay let's run with it well, cuz let's yeah. let's run with it because we ain't got nothing else and you know uh, you know sh- Nancy shouldn't we wait for something more egregious you know something that's more yeah you know, i'm just sure we can do it and uh, you know she says i i we're too close to the election. We need we need the time to to fester in order to get the indict, the impeachment and then possibly the conviction. Otherwise, we, we ain't got a, a snowball's well, chance in hell.
1: To distract the, two things, we have to distract the news media from these horrible candidates. Right. That's that's exactly that's right. what we need to do. Number one, there, there's actually three points. Is that the second point is. They needed to impeach because the squad said they wanted to impeach. Yeah. And the DNC, this is the third point, is so out of money, if they don't impeach, they can't send out those daily fundraising emails saying, we're impeaching him, send us money. Right, right? exactly right. And At some point, they've got to put up or shut-up, right? They, they have to appease the base, they need to raise some money, and they have to just scrap from this field. Yeah. Uh, okay, we'll impeach him. And then, as far as what they're actually impeaching him for, I was actually thinking about this. It's kind of like this. Okay, so Trump is president, right? Just say right. Yeah, right, right. Okay, so uh-huh. he's on the phone as president with another president, right? Right, okay. So he's president and he's being president, right? Right. Okay, let's impeach him for being president. <laughs> Which is what we said we'd do the day he got elected. We'll impeach him for being president. Right. Well, then, he's being president, well, let's impeach him.
0: Here's the problem. It's such a, <laughs> it's such a, you know, as I said on my Sunday show, this is the, the, the ground where you put your flag on. I mean, really? Yeah. This is it? So think I mean uh, doesn't doesn't this okay so they'll they'll argue and their only argument is uh you you know exchanged this quid pro quo you you were withholding money unless they got dirt on Joe Biden one of your uh political rivals and okay so so you know Nancy um we got a problem here because all you're doing is you're digging up the fact that Joe, Joe Biden himself was engaged in clear corruption while he was vice president in favor of his uh, drug-infested uh, son, Hunter Biden.
1: Drug-addicted, infested...
0: Yeah, yeah, I mean, it, it, that's what you're going to be doing. So you, all you're doing is you're re-digging up this issue, and you're making a campaign issue for Trump. I mean, what's going to happen when, let's say, let's say you get what you want, okay? It, it, you know, this is under the be-careful-what-you-want department. You get your impeachment, okay, now it goes to the Senate, and Trump now, with the Senate's power, says, I want all the evidence, because, you know, once you have a a full-blown trial, he has a right to confront his accusers, so he goes, he demands to get the whistleblower, you know, the phantom whistleblower, whoever he or she is. Uh, he gets to um, depose and call Adam Schiff as a witness and Oops. many other players as a witness. And then he gets to call Joe Biden and Hunter Biden as witnesses and, and say, dude, that's you in that video, right?
1: Admitting that you did a quid pro. <laughs> that you pro. did a
0: quid pro. You were, you were pleased about that, weren't you? Yes, I was. <laughs> like, so they're just going to keep on replaying that video. You don't have a video with Trump saying anything to Zelensky. On the contrary, Zelensky said there wasn't any such thing at all. So unless you have a video playing, uh, you know, showing him with his hands in the cookie jar, uh, this is not going to play out very well for you. Anyway, this is all they have at the end of the day. And I think from the Democrat voters' point of view, they're gonna, they are saying this dog, don't hunt. We now know that, and I think Ari, you just shared a, an article to this effect, that um, the impeachment effort by the Democrats is now going totally south among the black community, al- along the among the uh, Hispanic community, and for that matter, every single Democrat. Whether they, they decide to vote for Trump or not, that's not the issue that they are no longer having the appetite for impeachment that they thought that the American pop- yeah, population wanted. Uh,
1: my stats right here say, other than the 4,800 voters who voted for Snooki Cortez <laughs> to be voted off the bartending show and onto the congressional show, other than that group of people, and other than the uh, 6,500 dead voters who voted for uh, Rashida Tlaib, and other than um, 1,600 Somalians from Minneapolis-St. Paul who voted for Ilan Omar, uh, impeachment is very unpopular with everyone else. Right. <laughs> so, <laughs> <you know. laughs>
0: never did they think for a second that this might go south on them. That's the amazing thing. The Democrats never but, thought about our, this. Well,
1: one thing I disagree with you, and this is kind of media, it's one of those— nuance points you disagree with me you're fired thank you I'm out of here Uh, uh, you know how I always look at them as going well everything's deliberate to me they're doing that specifically to get rid of quid pro Joe so that they can have the narrative in that weak field of Elizabeth Warren squaw are you still here didn't
0: I just fire you yeah well why are you still talking
1: golden parachute (laughs)
0: <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> this he's, is my office. He's got some extortion on me. <laughs> yeah, <exactly. laughs> so, there's, there's a There's a pro quo that he's going to release about me. Okay, go ahead.
1: Uh, but anyway, one of the things they're trying to do is m- a mimic Trump's ascendancy in 2016 with their own Cinderella story thing. And one of the narratives that they have ingrained in their mind is that Trump overcame the, mach- the machine that is Jeb. The sexual threat that is Jeb Bush was overcome by Trump and his orange hair, right? So they're trying to, I've always read it this way, is they're trying to take Elizabeth Warren and show her as overcoming the political machinery that is Joe Biden. You know, the establishment choice. Oh, I see. She then has the crowds and the memes and the TV time on MSNBC and the rallies.
0: That, yeah. you, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, you know, know, yeah. I know. that. That's their, uh, I'll say, uh, not dry dream. <laughs> How about that? All right. <laughs> Dusty dream. Exactly. There you go. Uh, that is their not dry dream. And... Because I, I just won't go there. But the point is, so your analogy, what you're saying is the analogy, Elizabeth Warren is to Joe Biden as Trump is to yeah, Jeff yeah, Bush. Right. Okay.
1: That's the way they call it. Yeah, it. That, oh, yeah. it was either yeah. going to be Kamala or Warren. It's now Warren. You know, it, to, it's which a- I,
0: to which I say, you've got to be kidding. <laughs> right. I mean, this, this woman, I mean, I, why isn't, really, why isn't the party faithful just going to uh, Elizabeth Warren and saying Elizabeth, we need you out yeah. I mean, just Rock, just, just stop it now. The, 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 Do you really think that I mean, surely they've done opposition research on her uh, You know, this Native American stuff keep I'm just <laughs> You're being very offensive there, Ari the, the sounds of Ari David are not necessarily reflective of the opinions of the Barack Leary podcast <laughs> All right. Now that I've said that uh, disclaimer, uh, so Elizabeth Warren, oh. Elizabeth Warren, she—you think this will not come up again? Yeah, and, and but but she—it's as if she keeps on wanting to make sure that you still have goodies on her. So she, she's the one who just said, you know, we need more than hundred percent tax on these billionaires. And everyone 's like i mean she 's expecting everyone to applaud and stand up, right you know, yay, and everyone 's like looking at each other, doing these like we're we 're supposed to clap right <laughs> it's, it's 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 not even a pity clap it 's like are we clapping clap that 's what it is, and it 's going to happen more and more it 's as if they are trying to make sure that they lose this election and and as Ari likes to say, you know, we're going to win all the 57 states you know, at some point. Uh, boy,
1: All of Obama's 57 is
0: lava. Yeah, yeah. So now, every one of them. You know who's been very quiet in all of this is, are, are the following people. Bill Clinton. Barack Obama.
1: Conservative Barack Obama.
0: Yeah, that's
1: right. <laughs> uh, that's an inside
0: joke. We'll explain Al Gore. Uh, and to a lesser extent, Hillary Clinton, she's been a little bit involved. But th- those people are really been very quiet, and especially Obama. Obama is, is, is very interesting to me because, and, and I'm curious what your thoughts are about it. My, my personal feeling is that Obama has correctly surmised the following, I better shut the F up. Really, I, I, that's what he has told himself. I think he's correct. The more he talks, the more dangerous it is for him, because I think he's just he's waiting it out like uh, like bin Laden waited it out in his little bunker uh, in Pakistan. No, in Pakistan, where, where he, he was holed up in his little mansion. Right. But still a prisoner in his own way. I think that's what Obama is now. He's the new bin Laden. Because Navy Team Seal Six is going to come after him, not to kill him, of course, but to arrest him.
1: Charge him with treason, yeah, for all yeah. the all the crime.
0: Yeah, and that that's that's the problem for him. He's he's going to have a major issue, a major issue. What is he going to do? And I I I mean, look, I think I love justice. Justice is what we She's pursue. The hot
1: chick we like.
0: Justice is what we pursue as Jews. I mean, that literally, we say justice. Justice, you shall seek. We say it twice, for different reasons. One is to to ide- love the idea of justice, and then to seek justice. Those are two different things. Love it and then seek it. And so I, I want justice so badly because I I love this country, and even if it leads to. A former president being arrested for this, not because Can you say that I' part again <laughs> uh, if if a former president such as Obama gets arrested for this it's not it doesn't it's it's not because i i I want my party to win regardless of of the circumstances i, I i'd be perfectly happy if Obama just advanced his stupid policies and they didn't work and he was voted out of office because frankly you know uh, a Ronald Reagan type or a Trump type, you know, offered better ideas. Okay, that's that's what I'm, I'm jiggy with that, okay? Yeah,
1: he just went around giving speeches, raising money for his library and legacy. and blah blah. blah.
0: and he just had bad ideas, okay, it didn't work, okay, I don't want to arrest somebody just for that, but I do want people to be arrested for abusing the Constitution, which is far worse than just stealing money. Far worse than, you know, saying, okay, well, I'm going to, Take money that you gave to me for my campaign and uh, buy some Fabergé eggs for me. I mean, that's bad enough. That would be a high crime. But to violate the Constitution and to undermine what America is.
1: Yeah, to weaponize the IRS, sure. to wiretap every one of us. And the, yes, that's what Obama did. I'll repeat it for all He wiretapped every one of us. Okay? Right. And, that's and it, major stuff.
0: Yeah, and, and by the way, in case you think that Ari has gone too far, as I now think he, he is— Don't forget that Ari did say six, seven years ago about the Epstein Island thing, and we all thought that he was off his rocker, myself included. I thought uh, this is just some sort of trumped up thing. Forgive my uh, use of the word Trump. This is some sort of trumped up thing that is designed just to uh, elicit the party faithful and to get the conspiracists out there. And I I wanted to subdue that. I remember I wanted to subdue your argument because it it just made us sound silly, but it turned out to be true. And then Obama, you know, doing this thing with, you know, uh, the FISA warrant and participating that he knew about this. We all know that he knew about it. And that is so undermining of America itself. It's it's the worst crime, short of actually murdering your opponents. That is the worst crime.
1: No, it's treason. It's undermining an election. It's undermining every value of our system, that you've taken the choice away from the voters and give it to the intelligence agencies and the law enforcement agencies. You are sicking the highest levels of law enforcement and the awesome power of intelligence collection on a political opponent who's not even running against you. He's running against your potential inheritor of your legacy, not even you. Right. It wasn't even for you, you bastard. Right. Right. That's exactly right. It's insane that someone would bother after being president for eight years and retiring to a life where he's going to get to be a billionaire.
0: Well, the problem— I mean, oh, my God. See, don't forget, you have have to think like Obama was thinking at the time. What he was worried about and correct to worry about was that if he uh, did not make sure that Hillary Clinton won the election— then he would be at risk of of exposing all, all the flaws yes. and all this all this stuff, and also how how much of a failure his yeah. own uh, administration was. So that that is the big problem for him now. Going back to the impeachment, because this is really the essence of this program, this podcast. Um, people are, are watching, people are listening, and then they they went forward with this, and then of course, you know, at some at some point, you have to produce the goods. If you're going to actually have an impeachment, same thing with a trial. It's no, it's no different. Uh, I'm going to trial uh, in early December on a on a defamation case. Um, I'm defending a defamation case, and the the guys clearly, the other side clearly doesn't have any information whatsoever. they they, they have no case at all. But they keep on saying, oh, I've got, uh, I've got witnesses. I've got uh, testimony. Well, OK, well, let's show it to us. That's, that's the whole point of discovery is to see what the other side has to say. We're not supposed to be surprised at trial. That's the, the antithetical to our American jurisprudence. So OK, so they went to the impeachment route. And they said, where's the evidence? Where, where are the goods? And all they have is hearsay and phrases like "Well, everyone knew," you know. Really, you're speaking on behalf of everyone. So, please bring in everyone to say that they they all knew. You may have believed it yourself. That doesn't make it everyone. You understand that, sir? With, I think that was Sunland, right, the ambassador. Uh, and then Vinman, I think some other guy like that. Uh, crazy things going on there. And then this, and every one of them were, were asked the simple question: Did he ever say that he was bribing anybody? Did he ever say he was extorting anybody? Did he ever say that um, he, he wanted to uh, abuse his power against anybody? No, no, no. Over and over again. So it was a big fat donut, a nothing burger, if you like. And here we are. And, and, and not only that, but the people are just not interested in anything that doesn't have to do with the following three things, theft, murder, or sex. That's it. That's the reason why the impeachment of Bill Clinton went forward and which caused everyone to be riveted to the TV because they understood sex, right? Blowjobs. Uh, under the uh, the the desk. Why
1: do you get to say that? the
0: podcast? <laughs> you said it earlier. Oral sex. No okay. I
1: said my job blows. <laughs> <laughs> all right, I'll, I'll fire you then. Yeah, I did fire you.
0: <laughs> so so oral sex in the in the Oval Office, right? Cigars and all that stuff. I mean, it's very salacious stuff. But the reason why people you know tune in is because a, it's salacious, and b, everyone is either. Familiar with sex, <laughs> they, they, most people like sex, and if anything, they're at least the product of sex. They understand it. It's it's in their heads. It's in their fantasies. But you you don't you know you don't fantasize about insider trading, right? <laughs> well, you,
1: you know? You know, we do know some people.
0: <laughs> That's right. No, but it's it doesn't. People don't relate to it, right? They right. They, they don't. Did you file a form T, 10b5 in triplicates yeah. and it's and, and stuff like that? Yeah. You the people do not, are not interested in this stuff. And what you what you're getting is well. I was in the room when Trump was uh, making his phone call and he was moving the phone away from his ear because it was so loud. And I heard, you know, Zelensky saying X, you know, and, and I think that's what he meant, but everyone understood it. And, like, people are dozing off on the same <laughs> freaking conversation. I mean, where is the cigar? You know, where where is the stain. the stain on the blue dress? Where You know, where is the oral sex? Where is the, you know, will you marry me one day, uh, you know, testimony? Where right, Where is it?
1: Where is all the, what we all see is you said you're gonna leave Hillary for me, and we're all thinking,
0: please, <laughs> please do. Oh man. The you know. other,
1: the other one side note, not to be myself and recriminate, you know, details that are undermain to the main thrust of the podcast podcast's is with Bill Clinton in particular. The denial of sexual relations with people other than his wife was a running theme for the first six years of his presidency and candidacy anyway. Right. So when the bomb dropped that... Oh, we have a stain of his on a Dra- Oh, so Jennifer Flowers, Paula Jones, Juanita Broderick, Kathleen Willey, Marky Post, Sharon Stone. Oh, yeah, he was lying to us all this time. Of course, it was germane to the messaging of the man itself. Yeah, so it, that's of right. Of course, that was gonna ram him,
0: you P- idiot. And people have an opinion. They they have their own personal experiences with that boyfriend who cheated on them, with that girlfriend who was crazy or and had the greatest gave you know gave the greatest you know what uh, that he ever received in his life, whatever. People can relate to sex, and people understand that murder is bad. That they understand that theft is bad, but sex especially. But but the Democrats in this case, this impeachment, they ain't got nothing of those three things. And that's why it's all falling apart. But it's also to say nothing of the fact that there's no evidence whatsoever, anyway. The point is, and, and this is where we're wrapping up, that the Democrats know that this is all bunk, and all you have are these people that are, you know, it's it's a little bit like uh, I, I feel like, like in the movie Aliens, when uh, you know all the all the Marines are there, and there's that first leader who who's giving these really bad orders and it's 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 causing them to to lose men and women in in this battle against the aliens and eventually you know some people continue to follow the guy uh but eventually he loses more and more support that eventually he's the only one supporting himself and and everyone wants to follow the sigourney weaver character ripley instead that's what's happening now i think fewer and fewer people are lining themselves up with the leadership of the Democrats to say that they've got a good message, that they've got good leadership. They're, they're banning them in droves, and they don't—unlike uh, the guy, the leader in the Aliens movie, at least the leader in the Aliens movie saw that people were leaving him. The Democrat leadership still thinks that all the Democrats who have voted for them are still on board with them. They don't know. They're all leaving, and it's going to be a landslide. And it, look, it's still almost a year away. I get it. A lot of things can happen, but no, right now, no, no,
1: <laughs> it's a landslide.
0: Okay, no, I, I,
1: don't seriously. Don't even. <laughs> <it's a> landslide. <laughs> if we're wrong next November, we'll say, "Go, oh, we're
0: wrong." No, uh, no, 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 no. I, I know. Be wrong. No, the yeah. only, the only thing that can change it. Yeah, are, are, are two things. One is a scandal that is so beyond belief. And I'm talking about like they found that Trump was on the island, Jeffrey Epstein Island, and that they actually have pictures. If they actually had that, then okay, then you know what, I wouldn't vote for him either. But that's not the point. I wouldn't vote for any Democrat, by the way. But nevertheless, that would be bad enough. The second thing, the more obvious thing, uh, would be that if there would be a terrible tanking of the economy. Okay. You know, that, that actually might, might oh, seriously cripple the our, the our, the our rock, chances. Rock.
1: They're going to do that. Okay, try I'm just going to give some investment advice. This is our Bob Breaker Hour uh, part of the show. Just, you know, all of you guys, you may want to sell all of your stocks September 1st, 2020, because I know all the Democrat jerks who are in charge of mutual funds are going to dump every share they own. In September and October next year, in order to trash the economy, but I don't think that'll be enough. I really don't think so, because trust me, th- the people will know the Democrats are doing it deliberately.
0: Okay, you know. So uh, look, that's, I, I, that's going to happen. I hope you're right, anyway. but but I um, I will I, I give her now. Putting those caveats aside, because time is a factor here, and things can happen. I I predict a landslide. In fact. Fifty-seven states, as my good friend Ari David, and more significantly, as our good friend Obama has said. Okay. But anyway, it's, it's going to be a lot of fun to see. Uh, the, the thing that—look, the reason why they are doing this impeachment thing and why Ocasio-Cortez herself has said, we have to do this because it's going to be a disaster in November 2020 if we don't right? And what is she really talking about? She knows that there's a high likelihood that Trump will win the re-election. What they're really worried about is a landslide win. They don't want that gap to be so huge that it'll become not only an embarrassment, but an utter destruction, a a total rejection of Democrat ideals. What they want is a respectable loss, like, you know, like in Rocky II, right? (laughs) What he wanted was not to be knocked out. He he didn't mind losing so long as he, you know, went the distance, so to speak. And then he lost by points to uh, Apollo Creed, whatever, right?
1: And and by close, they mean they want Trump only to win 44 to 46 states, not 48, 49, Right, exactly right, yeah. Which is what we we think the number—like I I said on last week's podcast, my floating point scale last week was 46 to 48. Today, it's 49 to 57. Right. So, you know, next week it could go down, but— I think it might hit eighty. <laughs>
0: <laughs> they want to—they uh, want to lose by a margin that is so, it's so relatively small that they can still accuse us of cheating or something, or that that that, that we appealed to our um, dog whistles and so forth. Yeah. That's what they want. They want that respectability, and they want to fight. You know, look—if the Clippers played the Lakers, and they—you know—they lost, you know, a hundred and twenty to two. Okay, you would say. You guys are total losers. But if the Clippers played the Lakers and they lost 100 to 90, yeah. okay, it's still a blowout, so to speak, but it's respectable. Yeah. It's respectable. Well, it's fine.
1: I sports, but just, you know, the Clippers beat the Lakers. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, Thanks.
1: Okay. Anyway, uh, and it was like the Lakers have only lost two games this year, and one of them was to the Clippers. So, oh, is that right? Because the Clippers are really good. Anyway, uh, it, you know, I think, just speaking seriously, for a second, I think, honestly, the Democrats right now just want to out, hold on to California.
0: That's honestly
1: what I'm thinking
0: It's yeah. that bad. All right. right. Look, God willing, for your lips to God's ears, uh, 57 states, as we say. Uh, I'm Brock Lurie. Thanks for listening, and we'll talk with you next week.